Welcome to the Star Wars Collector Podcast, episode number 100. I am your host, Brian, and with me as always are my co-hosts, Carl and Dwayne. Hey guys, what's up? Hey, hey happy 100. Celebrate good times, come on. I should have got a bottle, I don't drink, so I should have got a <laughs> bottle of sparkling grape juice or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, heck, I don't think any of us drink. <laughs> 100, I can't believe it. Yeah, 100 is hard to believe. It's been... Yep. feels like I've only been here for five or six of them. <laughs> You've done more... You did more special guest appearances than that. Yeah. You've done that many year-ending episodes. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe 12 out of 100. <laughs> it's been anyway, six years and five months. Yeah. And here I never thought you all would make it that far. <laughs> Yeah, we had a lot of doubters. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just figured we'd run out of things to talk about. That's what I was thinking. Oh, gosh, what are we going to talk about each month? <laughs> I, I don't think we're ever going to run out of stuff to talk about. I mean, with them to keep coming out with stuff. True. Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll, we'll start off with uh, what we always start off with, and that's what we got. So what I got this past month, I got the Vintage Collection Speeder Bike, the Indoor Bunker, the Arc Trooper Commander Havoc. Also got some Kylo Ren card sleeves. I was running low on them for my X-Wing stuff. Uh, Star Wars Insider number 218. I uh, got some older stuff too. I got the Star Wars Destiny Booster Box Empire at War. Even though they don't support the game anymore, they still got stuff out there and it's pretty cheap. Uh, got a Star Wars X-Wing Scum Conversion Kit. And then today, I actually got the Vintage Collection Paz Vizsla, and then I got another Mandalorian, the number 181, so I could open it, because I, I don't have one open, and I wanted to open one. Where did you get your Paz figure at? From uh, Hasbro Pulse. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I, ordered mine from, I ordered mine from Amazon. I hadn't got a ship notice yet. Yeah. If, uh, if I had known that it was going to be not on a card, but a box, because I didn't know. Oh really? They posted pictures of it. The show somehow was I never saw it. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I probably wouldn't have bought it just because you know you can't see it, and I'm not not a big fan of the boxed figures. Rip it open. <laughs> yeah, I probably will someday. Yeah. Carl, what'd you get? Well, actually, I got quite a bit for once instead of like just having like three or four items on my list. But um, I went to the um, the, uh, the Star Wars Collectors or uh, Kentucky Star Wars Collectors Club swap meet, and the first nine items on my list I got there. I got a vintage Dagobah playset with a box, wow. and it's it's missing probably the most expensive piece, the little cylinder for R two D two. That'll probably set you back about forty bucks. I've already picked online to see. Yeah. And it had some it had some figures with it in the box that I didn't really care about, but it had a because I already had them. It had a vintage Darth Vader with no cape or saber, and it had a vintage um, Luke Empire Strikes Back, no saber or blaster. And but the Yoda was in really good shape, and he has his 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 little not jacket or whatever you call it on him and his belt, but he has no cane or snake. I will probably end up eBaying him since I don't need him. So did the the, the playset come with foam? Um, it came with a little bit of 
the disintegrated foam. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm probably going to buy one of those, you know, one of those mm-hmm. repo foams just to put in there to make it this. Oh, you better, better not say that at Imperial Commissary, even though there's absolutely <laughs> no way anybody could have original foam and still be perfect condition. There's no way. I, I looked on eBay and most of it looks like powder. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're supposed to keep your foam wet. Huh. That's the secret. Mm-hmm. Really? No, I don't know. I mean, I'm, th- I'm thinking it's sponge-like material, so if you keep it wet through the years, then it won't dry up. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I also picked up a vintage snow speeder. I remember, if you remember, I actually got one last year at our Star Wars Club um, Fall Festival, but Lunchbox had another one, and it was cheap, and I just couldn't pass on grabbing another snow speeder since it was cheap. Is it complete? <laughs> It's missing that little harpoon thing on the back, obviously. Uh, I don't <laughs> Which have that part. I got some parts, but I don't have that. Yeah, that's what it's missing. I hadn't put batteries in it yet to see if the electronics work. The, the one I got from him last year, the electronics actually work. He, he said he didn't know, but for $20, I couldn't pass it up. I didn't think. Um also got another loose Deku figure, which I actually counted the other day. I have 19 loose Deku, count Deku figures. Sounds like you have a a, a focus collection. <laughs> yes, that whole Christopher Lee thing. One of these days, I'm going to share pictures of of all my Christopher Lee focus stuff. Um, I grabbed a. Uh, I'm not even sure which what what line it's from, but it was a pretty good sculpted Luke Skywalker Hoth 5.0 POA figure. He was only two bucks. I didn't have a loose Aunt Beru, so I grabbed her for a buck. And there was a loose Palpatine that was kind of cool that I grabbed for, for $2. And those are the those are the items I got at the swap meet. And then I got the retro collection um, for Lom and Zuka's 2-pack. I got the retro prototype Mandalorian. And um, I finally picked up another Navara Cantina on, I think it was $22.50 from Macy's. So I so I can add more bar stools to my set, and I think oh, I Lunchbox. Say, can you combine them or something? Yeah, I'm going to use more bar, have more bar stools, and I think Lunchbox is actually going to end up with some of the other parts from me. So, mm. and picked up some carded figures that was on clearance. Um, I got another um, the vintage collection Darth Vader Dark Times, and I picked up. I passed on it before, but for $7, I went ahead and grabbed an Anakin Skywalker Attack of the Clones Padawan. And the same thing with the the Lando, I'd passed on him, so I went ahead and grabbed him on clearance as well. So this is, is probably the most I've had it had in one month and forever. Is, yeah, you got more than me. Is that Anakin one of the newer ones, or is it a yes. repack? It's one of the newer repack ones, yes. The oh, okay. number I got It's laying right yeah. here. Hold on a second. It's Attack of the Clones Padawan number 244. So oh, it's actually that's a newer one. Yeah, it's a newer one. Yeah, it's a new new sculpt and yeah, yeah that's what uh, I thought. But I I passed on it before because you know I don't do prequel stuff. But for that price, I was like, okay, <laughs> why not? But yeah, that might be like the first time in a year I've had more stuff than you in a month. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dwayne, what'd you get? All right, I had a pretty good haul this month. Uh, finally, had some back order stuff come in. Uh, I also uh, received the retro uh, Forlom and, and Zuckus two-pack, uh, which I think is the last one of, of those Bounty Hunter two-packs that we were all waiting for. Uh, and also received, uh, or didn't receive, uh, I sent my daughter to the local Target and she picked up uh, <laughs> the uh, retro collection Mandalorian prototype figure for me. Uh, they had a case in stock there. <clears throat> 
Let's see. Uh, Brian, you helped me out with getting the Vintage Collection Clone Commander Havoc figure. And then uh, I received uh, the Vintage Collection ATST Walker with the Chewbacca figure. Uh, single card of figures, I received Vintage Collection Woof. And Salt Murray, Salt Murray, Yak uh, Face. Yak face. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Nikto Skiffguard and Kithaba. So those are the four uh, Jabba Denison uh, characters that had been uh, coming out uh, sooner than later. And also with that group, I received the uh, Vintage Collection Cassian Andor, uh, the Aldani uh, disguise, which is where he's disguised as the Imperial officer. Uh, comic books this month, uh, I got... Uh, regular series Darth Vader issue number 32 I got uh, limited series High Republic The Blade which is a, a mini series limited series uh, issue number 4 uh, regular uh, series High Republic number 7 um, Yoda number 5 and a I think a one, one shot uh, titled Jabba's Palace number 1 issue so yeah, that was it for me. Some some vintage collection goodies and some comic books. How 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 is the Yoda series? By the way, have you been reading them as you got them? Uh, I read issue number one, and I haven't read the four five four three four two three four five yet. Okay. Um, where I usually get six or seven at a time, I'm I'll, I end up only reading about two or three of them, and then the others just sit there. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. I, I had to cut so back. I, binge, I do a binge read eventually and try to catch up. I cut back on comics because I wasn't reading them. Yeah, that's but it's not. The reason. Oh, go it's ahead. not Sorry. really. I'm going to say it's not really something that's going to be revealing a whole lot. I think about the Yoda mythos or backstory so much as it is just some additional. What timeline is it? It is um, two. Uh, High Republic or no? It's the the old or not old Republic, the pre-Empire. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's like doing lightsaber stuff and everything. So, so yeah. So it sounds like we all had a pretty good month of uh, April now. Almost April's almost over. Uh, mm-hmm. Things are coming out of the winter thaw, and we're getting out and going places and doing stuff, and uh, looking forward to a good rest of the year. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, are you guys uh, any of you guys going to the uh, the Mandalorian bobblehead game at the Reds? Actually, yes. I, I don't collect bobblehead, so no. <laughs> <laughs> and I really don't want to give the Reds any of my money right now. But you collect Star Wars. I don't have it. The only bobbleheads I have is those monster <laughs> ones. Now, if they put out some monster ones, they might <laughs> might have Star Wars bobble monsters. Then yes. they might grab me. But no. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm I've got most of them uh, and and I just enjoy I, I've enjoyed going on Star Wars days in years past because it's not just that you're going and you're getting a bobblehead I mean they do other special stuff they, they'll no doubt have some members of the 501st there mm-hmm. uh, doing cosplay and uh, they generally like their graphics package <clears throat> uh, for like the big jumbotron and everything is, is Star Wars specific uh and then I would guess since this game's on a Friday again that we're probably going to have a special Star Wars themed fireworks. Oh, uh, okay. Display at the end of the game. 
Yeah, did you, uh, you asked me, I know, where my seats were, because we're going, and did you get some close to us? I think I'm two sections down from you. Oh, okay. But I'm in, of course, the back row with the wheelchairs. So, yeah, I'll be there. Cool. We'll see you there. there Let's see, uh, who else told us they were going? Uh, People in Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Ohio guys were trying to get a group rate group together. And, yeah, David Rigsby and, and Anna from here in Ashland will be there. So it should be a good time. Yeah, I'm only missing one of their bobbleheads that they've that they've ever done. That's the R2-D2. It was the first one they did. Did you that ever one get is, one? No, that one is very, very hard to come by. Yeah, not only is it just hard to find, it's expensive, too. Relatively speaking, compared to other bobbleheads, it is. But, you know, when you look at some of the prices that action figures and ships and stuff are going for, I would be willing to splurge on it if I could even find one for sale. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah we've got that uh coming up in case this is airing uh, you know before the date that's uh friday may the 5th uh cincinnati red star wars night and they have a special There's mandalorian a... bobblehead uh, available but you ha- have to purchase seats in a certain section and price range in order to get the bobblehead it's not free to everybody that comes through the door yeah you have to buy well I don't think you actually have to buy certain sections because I got to pick mine anywhere. It's just you have to go through that link for whatever they they got. I don't know. I, it, it looked to me you could pick whatever you want. But uh, I was looking on eBay here. There's one for 199 or best offer, and another one for 179.99 or best offer. So I guess they're out there. Depend on, depends on how much you want to spend. Yeah. So, okay, so in addition to that being an upcoming Star Wars event in our <clears throat> region, uh, we have our regular Kentucky Star Wars Collectors Club meeting in the Ashland region. Uh, is scheduled in the month of May for Saturday, May the 13th. Uh, we invite anyone listening to, to join us. It doesn't cost anything to come and hang out with us. Um, and uh, that's always, as always at the... Uh, uh, community room at the Flatwoods Public Library in Flatwoods, Kentucky. Uh, you can Google map it and it'll take you right to it. It's not that hard to find. Um, and we'd love to see anybody, you know, new or, or, of course, if you're an existing member, we've been having some, some good turnout in the last uh, mm-hmm. four or five months now. Uh, we'd love to see continued, uh, you know, attendance from some of our newer uh, members. And I don't know that we have any uh, information on any other meetings in Kentucky quite yet. Uh, ours is usually the first one of the month, every month. Generally, as the way it works is we'll have one on the first or the second Saturday of the month. Um, and then Lexington and or Louisville will have theirs on the third or even fourth Saturday of the month. Sometimes, sometimes Lexington has theirs on the second as well here recently. I don't know if it's just a scheduling thing or whatever. Yeah, probably just whenever uh, the the main two or three people have a Saturday free that they can agree on, sort of like we do sometimes. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, news for this month. Um, not real sure what we're going to consider news or whether we're going to consider discussion material. But uh, a couple of new developments that uh, I found interesting, or at least one, 
um, is that it looks like Hasbro is finally caving into um, collector demand or, or consumer demand and is going to be bringing back uh, windows in the Black Series packaging boxes. So no more blind boxes. Yep, sound like, sounds good. Yeah, eventually. Of course, now everybody's going to have these year and a half, two years, whatever, however long it takes to transition of these figures that are in the sealed boxes uh, kind of stuck in between. Uh, I don't know. It might be a good idea or a good time for them just to completely redo the, the packaging while they're at it, too. They haven't really refreshed the packaging on the Black Series for a while, it seems like. <clears throat> and anymore, it seems like the Black Series, to me, has got, you've got carded figures, both, you know, throwback carded figures and what do they call them, the archive carded figures, mm-hmm. Black Series archives. And then you've got, the like, the comic book special boxed figures and of course the regular black series figures which are the ones with the paintings on the side and the different purple and orange and whatever colored boxes and you know so the packaging hasn't been real consistent to begin with there's a lot of variation in in the the way that uh, black series figures are are uh, sold yeah i'm not sure like when they'll actually go back to it because it takes them a year or more sometimes to to come out with new stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, I was thinking was it was probably not something in the in the close future. Maybe twenty twenty four. Such a thing, but yeah, sometime next year, definitely. Somebody somebody said fall, but I can't imagine it being the fall. Mm-hmm. Not unless, <laughs> unless they decided it a long time ago before they announced it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Unless it's been decided quite a while ago and they've just kept it under wraps. Of course, my hope would be that, along with this, that they go back to packaging all of the three and three quarter inch figures with windows or blisters, um, because we were just talking before we went on air about, mm-hmm. or actually we were talking about the Paz Vizsla while we were on air, weren't we? Yeah. Being being a blind boxed figure. I think they've been doing all the deluxe ones that way, though. What they yeah. the ones they've yeah, been they charging have. us like twenty five bucks for, or whatever. Yeah. But there again, even if it's just a window just big enough to see the figure inside, even if you don't see all of the added accessories or the, you know, whatever that are also in the box with it, if we could at least, you know, get a, a window to see the figure, that would be nice so that you could display it, mm-hmm. you know, car still in package. Okay. Um, let's see here. Also in news, I guess we can just kind of go over... You guys think we can just go ahead and go over all of these re- figure reveals that we've had in the past month and a half or so? Month, month and a half? Um, yeah, I mean, some of the stuff you got there in news is really figure reveals, too. Mm-hmm. The Droid Factory? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, two things uh, that, are, that are not Hasbro, but are actual Hasbro adjacent, is what I like to call them, is uh, the Disney Parks. Uh, just revealed that they're going to have their latest Droid Factory um, Astromech Droid coming out. Uh, we didn't get an exact release time or date for it, but it is designated R2-S4M, and it is a bartending uh, Astromech Droid, uh, I think probably using the same molds that we have got with uh, the R2-D2 uh, figure from Java Sail Barge. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
that's coming from Disney Parks. I'm sure it'll eventually maybe make its way to Shop Disney as well. And then just uh, yesterday or the day before, Shop Disney announced that they're going to be offering a limited edition Cal Kestis lightsaber hilt. Yeah, uh, I saw it today. Yeah. So that's two things from uh, our friends at Disney uh, that, have, that, of course, you know, deal out their own exclusive merchandise a lot. Uh, they're going to be bringing to us sometime in the near future. Uh, also, it was announced, I think this was pre-celebration, maybe, um, but I had, I had not noticed it or hadn't uh, paid that much attention. There's a, there's a new animated series coming out on May the 4th uh, on Disney Plus called The Young Jedi Adventures, and it is for the kiddies this time around. I mean, it is scaling or skewing really young. Uh, probably even younger than uh, Bo, who is Brian's son. Um, I would guess probably, I don't know. First, three, four, five? Yeah, three, four, five, first graders, preschoolers. Uh, it looks interesting, but um, Hasbro, in conjunction, is releasing some uh, figures of the characters. Uh, they come in two packs. Uh, they are also releasing a couple of ships that the characters uh, use in the show uh, they're also going to be not from Hasbro necessarily but some plush uh, uh, characters plush characters uh, plush backpacks I saw some apparel like t-shirts and whatnot and Lego has at least one set Lego set coming out featuring the characters and uh, location I think or, or something from the show maybe a ship um, so keep an eye out. Those may already be hitting shelves. I don't know. I, my guess would be that they're going to show up in the um, section of the toy department where you normally would find like Galactic Heroes and uh, those type of uh, toy lines for the kid, young kids. So you may not see them in the regular action figure aisles. Mm-hmm. And of course, the like I said, the series debuts on Disney Plus um, on May the 4th. Okay, so it's been a few weeks now um, since Star Wars Celebration wrapped up, and uh, there was a lot, a lot that came out or, or was revealed over Celebration, which was good this time. Actually, I thought. Yeah. Didn't you feel like Brian that you know compared to celebrations we've been to in the past that they really had a lot, you know? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. It's probably the most oh, I've seen since like maybe. Uh, Celebration 6 or something like that? Yeah. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, so why don't, uh, why don't you tell everybody, Brian, what, uh, what we've got coming, uh, as far as what was revealed at Celebration uh, Europe uh, in the Vintage Collection? Well, we've got the Moff Jer Gerard, and he's from, of course, Return of the Jedi. He's the one that meets Darth Vader in the shuttle right there at the very beginning of the movie. And we got Nine Numb, which doesn't make any sense. They've already got a Nine Numb from Return of the Jedi, and, and they're coming the out with another one. And yeah. the paint job is wrong too again. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand the. I mean, the gun, like his big gun, is in the same spot, but his pistol, instead of being in the holster, is now up on top of the bubble. <laughs> it's like up at the upper part of the bubble. I guess really the only explanation for that is that it's it's 
like another filler <clears throat> spot for their Return of the Jedi 40th anniversary wave. Yeah, it's got the 40th group. anniversary logo yeah. on it. But I'm curious, is it going to have a new number or is it just a, a repack? I mean, other with a bad paint job, but <laughs> <laughs> hopefully the one that they're showing is not the final version. Uh-huh. Yeah, I wouldn't hold it looks my breath. Bad. It does. It looks like he's pre- cross-eyed or something. <laughs> I didn't pre-order it because they can't get they still can't get his paint right, so I'm like I'm not buying another one. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got uh Tan, the the big Wookiee bounty hunter from the book of Boba Fett, and he's a deluxe figure in a box, which he's a must-have though, I think. Yeah, I think I'm going to get that one. And then the Mandalorian's N1 Starfighter. That's the one we see in, in uh, well, I guess it starts in the Book of Boba Fett. And then we see it, of course, in Season 3. I did pre-order one of those, but I have the right to cancel. I know if I change I my not. mind. <laughs> and then we've got an exclusive to Hasbro Pulse, the Jabba's Court Denizens 4-pack. And uh, somebody's breathing in the microphone there. <laughs> We've got, uh, let's see, who is in that four pack? It is Squidhead and um, what is this guy's name? I can't remember their names. Uh, one of the sail barge guys, and then Rees, and another sail barge guy. <laughs> I can't remember their names right offhand, but yeah, I know. But the, those are the four ones that we're getting, and it's in a big four pack box, just like we've seen in the past with some of the other stuff like from obi-wan kenobi and the jedi survivors stuff like that um, it's curious a lot of those have just been three figure boxes though this uh, one is a, the well i think the clone figure. trooper one uh was or the bad batch was four it had four unknown clones in it <laughs> yeah. wrongly named clones <laughs> and everything else but yeah yeah the most of the other ones have all been three packs i think that was the only four pack we got if i'm remembering right yeah, I, I kind of don't like it, but just because, you know, I like to keep them in the box. I don't, I don't want to open them. <laughs> Luckily, you can see through, you know, the outer. I'm not sure if there's an outer bubble on it or not. Let me see. No, I don't think there is. Yeah, there is. Yeah, it's got a an outer uh, window that's covering okay. on that out, outside part of the box. So at least they keep them from getting scratched inside, I guess. Yeah. And then we got Black Series. We got the Omega in the mercenary gear, uh, Cad Bane from the Book of Boba Fett. I think I might have to get that one. Uh, Darth Vader. Uh, this has got Darth Vader with a removable helmet on the on a card. These are going to be on a card because they're the Darth Vader and then the R two D two, which is just a repack of R two that's been out before. Yeah. And then we got Luke Skywalker, Jedi Knight from Return of the Jedi, and an Emperor's Royal Guard. Right, all four with the 40th anniversary. Yeah, all with the 40th yeah. anniversary. On on retro card backs. Yep. And then we got exclusives. So we got Jabba the Hutt, which, that Jabba the Hutt, this is vintage collection Jabba, not a Black Series Jabba. He's going to, they've got him so that uh, that throne that you're getting from, uh, I guess it's from the Book of Boba Fett with uh, Bib Fortuna on it, you can actually take yeah. that seat off of there and then actually, use the dais actually brian i made that mistake last month or the last episode we taped mm-hmm. of saying that i thought that was going to be the vintage collection but i've since looked back at it and it is a black series job of the hut 
Really? So we're not getting a new Jabba in the Vintage Collection 3 and 3 quarter scale. This is for whatever reason. Oh, yeah, it the, is Black Series, isn't it? It's for the 6 inch scale, and it's just Jabba and Salicious Crumb. Oh, okay. No dais or throne base or anything like that. So oh, okay. Odd. Yeah, it is kind of odd. Yeah. And then we've got the Force Spirits 3-pack, and it's got, of course, younger Anakin, Yoda, and uh, old Obi-Wan. I still don't know how I feel about that. I, I still think it should be Sebastian Shaw. Mm. <laughs> but that's just really, me. They look really good, though, from the pictures I've seen, though. So yeah. I thought it was an awesome set. And that's from Hasbro Pulse. All, these are all from Hasbro Pulse? Yes. Oh, okay. And then Darth Vader on a Revenge of the Jedi card. So that'll be exclusive to That's Hasbro the Pulse. Convention exclusive, actually. The, it's yeah. the red reflection. Red from reflection. The Revenge of the Jedi poster. Oh art. yeah, that's right. So it's in a it's in a box. But yeah. Yeah. I'm but it's available through Hasbro pictures. Pulse who's fulfilling it. Okay. Yeah, I'm not seeing the pictures on my website I'm looking at here. But uh then we got Darth Maul, Old Master. This is going to be a GameStop exclusive. And he's got the bionic legs, just the two legs. <laughs> it's the, yeah, it's another gaming greats. Yeah, gaming greats. And then we got the Ahsoka clone trooper helmet uh, from her clones. And that's Amazon and fan channel exclusive. What was the, what was the clone group? Do you remember? I thought they were the 501st, but no, I that's was that's Anakin. Wrong. Yeah, it's like the I don't know 313 or something like that. <laughs> I don't remember. It's been too long. Yeah. Um, let's see if this picture says no. It doesn't. Oh, 332nd Ahsoka's clone trooper. There we go. 332nd. Okay. And then we got Doc Ondar. They're coming out with a special on for Shop Disney on May the fourth. It's a Black Series uh, Doc Ondar, and he'll have a few uh, trinkets with him, a chance cube and a helmet, a sword, and some kind of triangle. Oh, it's a Sith holocron. Oh, those are holocrons, not chance cubes. <laughs> got to get the picture bigger. They're really small. Yeah, I got a, a Sith holocron and a Jedi holocron, then a clone trooper helmet and a sword. And then he's got like all kinds of stuff on his neck necklaces and stuff with a bunch of stuff attached i wonder if you'll be able to get a doc ondar figure at doc ondar's you should be able to (laughs) i mean it is a shop disney exclusive so you'd think they'd have it in in the disney Disney store parks yeah and it comes in a special box that looks like that looks like the stuff that comes from doc ondar's and also galaxy's edge just in general and then we've also got Hunter, Echo, Tech, Wrecker, and the Clone Commando from Walmart on May the 4th. And all those are Season 2 gear. Gear, yeah. Indi- they're individual figures. Yeah, individual figures, but, but they come in that Season 2 getup that they got, all the repainted armor. Mercenary gear, which yeah. is the way it's described for the Omega. It's weird the Omega is a available at all the, all the retailers, but mm-hmm. then the other... Uh, five are going to be Walmart only. That's weird. How it is. <laughs> Just to tick collectors off that they had to get lucky at Walmart. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> There's also a chopper. I don't know if we got that on here or not. A chopper uh, animatronic. 
Yeah, that was. Uh, I think that was already in stores at as of it celebration. Says though, fall of it? this year. Huh. I thought I saw uh, an actual uh, video piece on that where they said it was available in stores now. So. Yeah. What's well, that? Of course, you know me. I don't get in stores anymore. So. <laughs> It's like eighty dollars in it, or something like that. Seventy nine ninety nine for animatronic, or something like that. Uh, I think it yeah. is yep, seventy nine ninety nine. That's what I yeah. thought. Um, let's see, Carl, you want to read some of the Mando Monday reveals? Okay, is Mando, Mando Monday. Isn't it Mando Tuesday? It's been every day of the week. I feel like. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This, in case you don't know, is the promotion that they started uh, when they uh, released episode or the third. Season three of The Mandalorian, uh, they were supposedly going to provide new merchandise reveals every Monday during the the uh, season, and it ended up being some weeks they did it on Monday and Tuesday or Monday and Thursday or whatever. But but again, we got quite a few figure announcements uh, mm -hmm. over the course of the last what six weeks, I guess, or seven yeah. weeks. Yeah, there's quite a so, bit. Uh, yeah, eight weeks. There was eight episodes, weren't there? Okay. Yeah, yeah I think we, we were delayed a week before yeah. we got the first one. So we got, which I'm happy about the first one on the list, because I didn't get another Slave Slave 1. We got the Boba Fett Tuscan, which looks to be a complete repack of the one that came with the um, Slave 1. I sure hope so. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we have Cad Bane coming, and we have yet another Luke Skywalker, which I'll never complain about them making too many Luke Skywalkers. <laughs> Jedi Academy. And another R5-D4. And I have a question for you guys about mm -hmm. the next one. I can't tell from the picture, but the speeder bike with Scout Trooper and Grogu. Do you think Grogu comes out of the patch? There's no, I can't really tell with the, pic, the pouch. Uh, that's a good question. I don't I know. I bet he does. I was looking at it, and it, it, part of me thinks it's sculpted in there, and part of me thinks he comes out. But you think they, they would have posed one picture with him out of the pouch if he came out. Uh -huh. All the so pictures I see have him in the pouch, so I'm yeah. not real sure. Yeah, I'm the Let's same see way. If there's any more that have him <laughs> out of it. But I looked and I couldn't find anything because I thought that's cool, but he better come out of the pouch. And we have Tuscan Raiders, four it's a four pack, right? That's going to be a Hasbro Pulse. Yes. I think it's already up for pre order now, too. And, and we have. Um, the Tuscan Raider, oh, Tuscan Warrior, and then we have the Tuscan Warrior and, and Massive. Um, I'd really like to have that, but I really don't need the female Tuscan Raider. But I guess I'll have, probably end up ordering it. It's a Target exclusive. And then we have some Black Series stuff coming. Um, Cobb Vant and Cade Bane, which will be a Target exclusive as well. And we have a Mandalorian Fleet Commander. And we have that big Wookiee that's, coming in the, that's also coming in the Vintage Collection, the Kristen. And we have a Luke Skywalker and Grogu. We have a Pike Soldier. And we have R5-D4 coming also on the Black Series. And we have a Tuscan Chief figure coming for the Black Series. Yeah, well, that R5-D4 is just a repack because we got that thing I started a saying long it sounded time ago. It was a, a GameStop <laughs> exclusive on the card. Well how, well, how many times have we had him in the Vintage Collection? It seems like we've had him a lot already. Yeah. And we got the retro collection, which is not yet available for pre-order, which is going to be also from the Boba Fett series, which is going to be Boba Fett, Dune C, Cad Bane, Fennec San, Grogu, Kristen, the Mandalorian, and a Tuscan Warrior. 
the pictures of those I think look really good. I think I think it's a nice set. I think it'll do better than the Obi Wan Kenobi set has done. How it's kind of hung on the pegs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm looking. Yeah. Hopefully they're they're kind of far enough away to where Obi Wan figures will have a chance to kind of sell through. <laughs> yeah, that and vintage collection um, Hoth soldier. Oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> I mean, you could make a a, a nice uh, diorama with all those guys they got sitting on the pegs. I would probably pick up a couple if they reduced them down to like seven bucks just to help them out. <laughs> so something uh, that I f- note or noticed that was interesting, uh, actually it was made 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 me aware of it. So I think it was either the guys at Yak Face or Jedi Temple Archives. All of these Mando Monday, Monday reveals, once the list was compiled like we just read it off, they were actually, even though they were being revealed during the Mandalorian season three, they were all characters from the book of Boba Fett. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, pretty much all right down the line. It was the yeah Boba Fett, then the Tuscan, the Cad Bane, Luke Skywalker from the Jedi Academy, R five D four. Yep, speeder bike with a scout trooper. Well, they've shown that all the Tuscans that they can definitely sell Boba Fett stuff. I was surprised at the um. The twenty two ninety nine um target exclusive Boba Fett repaint figure sold out so quickly. Yep. Heard an interesting theory on those figures here recently too, as to why they're costing more than the the uh other mainline figures. Mm-hmm. Uh it's because uh they do involve more tooling and more paint apps than a regular figure. So therefore, that's why, even though they're repaints on some of those, they're doing the comic book repaints and the Hasbro toy repaint and all of that, just to manufacture that figure over again is more expensive. And uh, then, of course, to do the paint apps uh, is also more expensive. So therefore, they're charging anywhere from 4 to $6 more per figure, hmm. which kind of makes sense because they were like, well, and you know, if you have a Mandalorian figure or a Boba Fett figure in a regular uh, case or in a regular line of other figures, you can offset the cost of tooling and paint apps for that one figure by making other figures that are either less, you know, uh, detailed or have less paint on them. And uh, that way it all washes out in the end. But when you're just creating just a case of Boba Fett figures, then it, uh, that's how much it costs to make them. It'd be nice if Hasbro would have came out and did an official announcement why this costs more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, even if they did, most of it, and this, again, this is just a theory or a rumor yeah. or whatever you want to call it. It was from, from a guy who uh, uh, has worked in the toy industry before, not specifically for Hasbro, but I think he worked for, who am I trying to think of? Um I can't remember now. It was one of the, it's it's a Mattel, it's a, Super Seven. No, uh, Todd it was McFarlane. Uh, one of the um, toy people that were doing like uh, like monster not monster figures, but like figures. Um, years it's been years ago. It's probably been fifteen or twenty years ago. They're out of business now. Oh, okay. So um, I can't remember the Four Horsemen, maybe or something like that. Somebody like that. Um, but he worked for them and, and knows about all of that stuff about how, because the figures that he said they were making, of course they were making them and they were costing at that time, 25 and $30 or more. 
per figure for like a five or six inch figure and that was the reason why even then so i don't know okay so that's pretty much you know that's a lot of stuff to digest i know for for just in the last uh like we said seven seven or eight weeks for the mando monday stuff and then it's only been what three weeks four weeks since uh celebration not quite four weeks um mm-hmm. And, of course, a lot of this stuff, I wouldn't expect to see it until Christmas or even 2024. Uh, we're still playing the game where they announce it, and then we don't, you know, and we even go out and re-pre-order it the very next day. And we still don't get it for anywhere from 10 to, to 18 months, you know. So, uh, and I think it's still all going to be fluid. I know there were also some pipeline reveals at the Hasbro uh, presentation. Uh, but I don't remember seeing the list of those again. Um, um, but those would be no. even farther down the line as far as things that, you know, normally when they say this such and such is in the pipeline, that means we really haven't even started on it yet. <laughs> There's going to be a, a, a Hasbro uh, live stream on May the 3rd. Is that right? Yeah, I think there is on May the 3rd. Yeah, I saw something about that. It's supposed to kick off the May the 4th celebration or something. But the other big news to come out of celebration, of course, uh, is the official announcement of a lot more uh, Star Wars film and TV projects, that, and a lot of them that we weren't really expecting to uh, be announced or to be revealed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, looks like uh, I think the first one to come out or scheduled to come out is going to be uh, directed by James Mangold. They never said which one's coming first. Oh, they didn't. No, I mean the but the scuttlebutt is that the Ray one is coming first. Oh. Just because they've already had some stuff done or something is what I heard. Oh. And that the, the so, Filoni one will be, like, last. Uh-huh. Okay. So, yeah, a uh, director named Charmaine Obaid-Shinoy uh, is going to be directing uh, a new, what I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and call it a Skywalker Saga film. Mm-hmm. It'll be number number 10, in my opinion. Um, and it's featuring uh, Ray. Uh, returning and it's 15 set 15 years after the rise of Skywalker and she is rebuilding the Jedi order and defending it against those who wish to tear it down now if we're getting one you can just about guarantee they're gonna have two and three locked and loaded and ready I don't know to, they said that they're go. done with the with the episode numbers <laughs> according well, yeah, to them I mean, that, uh, who they're, knows they're, yeah. yeah but I mean that's not I'm just saying they'll, if they can, they'll turn this into a trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then oh they'll yeah. Take, they'll take characters introduced in this and turn turn those into another trilogy, and so on and so forth. You know. Yeah, I think they're so, wanting to get away from the numbers just because they don't want to be hammer locked into not being able to do stuff in between them. Yeah. Yeah, you because know, if you have a ten, eleven, twelve, well then, let's say there, there's a two-year span in between two of the movies you know time-wise well you could do some stuff in between there you know mm-hmm. add to it sure sure 
I mean, and of course, the way they're doing it now, they could even take characters introduced in the movies and give them a, a, a limited series on Disney Plus for the season in between. Mm-hmm. And do you then think, bring uh, them back in the next movie and stuff like that. Do you so. think Broom Boy will be in this <laughs> movie? <laughs> <laughs> it's entirely possible. Entirely possible. Um, there's a lot of rumors already, you know, theories. I just don't say rumors because nobody knows for sure yet except for Lucasfilm, I guess, um, about is it is it going to be, is Ray going to be the main character or is it going to be, like I mentioned before, Ray is, is training new Jedi and these new Jedi are actually going to be the main characters. Yeah, or will Finn or Poe or any of the older, yeah. you know, characters be in there? Yeah. What about Grogu? Do you think Grogu might show up? Oof, I don't know. <laughs> He'd have to be pretty dang old. Oh, wait. <laughs> well, yeah, he could be, you know, really yeah. old. <laughs> he'd still, he'd still be young, actually. <laughs> yeah. Still yeah. younger than, still younger than Yoda. He'd still be Goo Goo and Gaga, <laughs> maybe. He, I don't even think he'd be a uh, hundred. Yeah. I mean, because the Mandalorian takes place five years after. Return of the Jedi, and that's he's fifty uh-huh. then, so yeah, he'll be only be like eighty or eighty-five. Yeah, maybe he'll be talking about that. Uh, let's hope so. <laughs> they finally gave him a way to communicate. Well, I won't, I won't go into the Mandalorian <laughs> season episodes. No, but. no, no. Okay, don't yes. put on that rabbit. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so anyway, this one is, uh, I guess this is what they feel like is the safe bet, almost uh, going with characters they that everyone is mostly familiar with already. Um, I also heard speculation that the reason they needed to continue to uh, develop uh, properties in this time frame, this timeline, was because they built the whole daggone Star Wars theme parks around mm-hmm. the, you know, uh, yeah, that era and the, and the you know, the new, uh, the First Order and all of that. Well, so, I, I think it also has a little bit to do with Daisy Ridley's film career not really taking off after oh, yeah. after the Star Wars movies. I mean, really, she was a nobody before you know she got these films. Because uh-huh. I had never heard of her. Had you guys? Actually, I had. I'd seen her in something. I can't remember what it is right now. Uh, nothing I could point out to you. I'm trying to think. Oh, she, Murder on the Orient Express. I remember seeing her in that. That's what it was. Yeah, but that was after the film. That was made in between, at least, oh, if not yeah. after the film okay. were out. So. Well, I'm thinking there was something else I can't think of. <clears throat> not important. Yeah. So we got that film coming out. It may be the first one out, which could likely be 2025. As soon as 25, maybe more likely 2026. Um, then also the next most what I would say is the next probably sure hit and may even be a bigger hit than the, the Ray and new Jedi order, uh, film is the Mandoverse film set to be directed by Dave Filoni. Uh, and it is of course, basically it's going to link all of the current Disney plus series, mm-hmm. uh, that are set in the same, same approximate timeline, which are Mandalorian, um, I guess technically Book of Boba Fett, um, Ahsoka, and the upcoming um, Republic um, Rangers. Well, what would have been the Rangers? I don't, I don't know what that one's. I think it's still going to be something. It's not what I heard. I Rangers. heard it's 
gone. They actually already used yeah. some of the plot, you know, some of those plots uh-huh. in season three of the Mandalorian. Okay. <clears throat> and that. So uh, anyway, um, and they're going to kind of, they're already kind of crossing over some, but I think it's all going to tie it up in a nice, pretty little bow after a couple more seasons of these television series and just give us one uh, big, big, awesome movie. Well, what, hopefully. The stuff that I heard was that it, it at the earliest, it'd be 2029. Uh-huh. And even then, they don't think it's going to happen then because they're talking about another two seasons of Mandalorian, another, well, be two seasons full of Ahsoka, and, and then you've got the Acolyte, which I'm not sure what timeline that's in. I, no, the Acolyte is, is pre uh, New Rep- or Old Republic, I think. No, it's or not. Right at the end of Old Republic. It's a. Uh, I can't remember where it is, but it's not like that far back. It's somewhere pre uh, prequels, I think. Somewhere in that area, just barely before the prequels. Yeah, that's that was the era I was trying to. Oh, articulate. okay. <laughs> pre Republic or pre yeah pre Old Republic, which the Old Republic is the prequel. Well, no, Old Republic is way back. Is it? Yeah, it's okay, ten thousand right. years or more. Yeah, it's just the the Republic. I saw a timeline, and I, I should have pulled it up. I they don't know where I saw it. Republics. They, yeah, they I know. To make some of them like, you know, commonwealths or... But I can't wait for the, <laughs> the James Mangold one myself. Yeah. Because it goes back so, to the beginning. Right. That's the first, or the, the third film announced, uh, attributed or assigned to James Mangold, uh, covering the first Jedi to wield the Force. And it's set way, like you're saying, way back 25,000 years uh, before any of the other films uh, are set in. And he's directed still in some, the same universe, of course. Yeah, he, he's directed some really good films too. I mean, I had to look the girl up that was and what directed. What has he directed? He's he's done Indiana um, Jones. Yeah, the new Indiana Jones for one. Um, oh, okay. Um, the Johnny Cash movie, he did it. Oh. And he did the Logan. Logan mm-hmm. movie, yeah, he's done a bunch of the good stuff. Okay. Oh, The Greatest Showman, he also did in Ford versus Ferrari, yeah. So he's done a lot of stuff that I've liked. Well, we'll forgive him for The Greatest Showman, but <laughs> what do you got against The Greatest Showman? Uh, it's guilty, guilty pleasure for me. Every time I catch it on, I have to stop him. I have to agree with Dwayne on that too. I mean, <laughs> but that's a very diverse uh, group of uh, genres. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so what's he done in the sci-fi genre? Yeah. <laughs> well, if when you're diverse like that, yeah, uh, Logan, I guess. Yeah, when you're diverse like that, though, that means you can do anything. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> so it's time to jump to sci-fi. Yep. Okay. So yeah, three movies coming. Hopefully, over the next, you know, what, what did we say? Four to four to ten years, maybe. <laughs> this Something was a like lot that. to look. At least there's a lot to look forward to, you know, more seasons of the TV shows and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Uh, speaking of which, they uh, announced some new TV uh, series along with some rumored, confirming some rumored and, of course, uh, continuation of what we've already been getting. So uh, I guess the, for the biggest thing that, that they revealed, uh, and we already knew we were getting this, was season one of Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, they showed a trailer. To, a trailer's been available to everyone, uh, and I'm assuming during the Ahsoka panel that they showed them some more 
extended footage that we didn't we haven't got to see yet yeah you actually got to see uh grand admiral thrawn's face oh that was one of the things they showed well that would have been nice Mm -hmm. yeah because you just get to see the back of his head right now Uh uh-huh yeah so we also found out that we are getting uh, Andor season two. Uh, we already kind of knew that, but, but they, you know, they yeah, confirmed they that say? it's coming in next August. August, next August, next August, twenty twenty four. This August, yeah, Ahsoka's this August. Okay. Um, we are also, which they were just, it was just wrapping up, but we're getting the Bad Batch season three because obviously that one got left in a cliffhanger. Um, and also, uh, The Mandalorian Season 4 uh, is going to be uh, greenlit. Uh, another season, we, we weren't uh, exactly anticipating these, but another season of, of the shorts, uh, the animated Star Wars Tales of the Jedi. Yeah, I can't wait and, for that. I like the first season. Yeah, yeah. That was really, it was really good telling of backstories and stuff. Um, and then coming here in just another week or two uh on may 4th again is the new season or new batch of star wars visions uh which are uh visionary uh concepts by an assortment of international animators um what do you guys think of season one i i guess i liked maybe two of them uh, and I don't what, know. there were there were six <laughs> were there yeah. six or eight I think there was um, eight. Yeah. So uh, most of them were just too weird for me to even understand. I spent my whole time trying to figure out, okay, who is that in the Star Wars universe? Or what, what is that representing in the Star Wars universe? And some of them just didn't have anything to do with Star Wars at all, in my opinion. No, not really. I, can, I agree. I mean, I never did finish it. So I mean, so I enjoyed the ones more that I could say, okay, well, that's supposed to be R2-D2. And that's supposed to be Darth Vader, and that's supposed to be, you know, Ben Kenobi, and so on and so forth. So, but this one could be different because that last one I think was just uh, Asian or, or anime animators. Uh, oh, okay. Japanese influence. This time around, we're getting uh, one episode from the creators of Wallace and Gromit in claymation. Hmm. Um, and I think maybe getting some Scandinavian influenced uh, okay. episode or two so so we'll see so that's yeah a lot of follow-up you know apparently the earlier versions or earlier seasons of these were were popular enough to to warrant them uh, creating more uh, as far as new stuff which we had had we not heard at one time about skeleton crew yeah okay i thought we had but, uh, yeah, they I announced saw. it last year at Star Wars Celebration. Okay. Okay. Well, it's still moving along, apparently. Yeah, it comes out near the end of this year, somewhere around November, December. Uh-huh. Okay. Or did they push it back to next year? I can't remember. Maybe they pushed it back to January or February. Right. And then the Acolyte is going to be new. Oh, that's the one they pushed back. Never mind. The Acolyte's going to be next year. Right. And that one is uh, going to be dark side users, mm-hmm. based more on on those characters than it is going to be on rebels or Jedi or anything like that. And coming up again, I think releasing here on May the fourth. I think we already mentioned the Young Jedi Adventures animated series for the kiddies. Yeah, they got some shorts on there right now. 
And it's not that great. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wouldn't expect it to be for, you know, I mean, uh, we adults like to think that we still have an inner child that can appreciate stuff like that. But sometimes, yeah, it's just not there for us, I think. Yeah, both of us. I was kind of like that with uh, Star Wars Resistance. It was was even more (laughs) middle middle age, middle, middle of the child age. Mm-hmm. Content, but it still, you know, was not uh, what I would have what I would have preferred. But and, some kids ate it up. It, well, Rebels was so good, and then to follow that up with that was just like a big drop off. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that was part of the problem with me too. The only good like, episodes were the ones with Poe Dameron. Yeah. Now this next bit of news was shocking to me. How so? <laughs> well, I, I thought for sure that the next Star Wars celebration would be in the United States, but uh, evidently they thought different. It's going to be in Japan in 2025. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that they might not have one also in the U.S. in 2025, because there have been precedents with two of them in the same year. Back right. in 2008, I think it was, they had Japan and also uh or not in Japan, it was uh, London and L.A. One was in, like, April or May, and the other one was in August. Right. So it's possible they could have another one, you know, in August or somewhere around that time period. But I don't know where it would be. I mean, you would think Orlando because it hasn't been there for a while. But with all the problems Disney's got with Orlando right now <laughs> and Florida itself, you know. Have to wait till at least after the presidential election. Yeah, or... Um, Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. So honestly, I mean, yeah, I would. I was honestly like you. I was really anticipating and looking forward to having another one here in the states next, uh, maybe even next year, uh, because I've now missed you know the one last year in Anaheim and then the one this year in in London, of course, uh, just too far away uh, for most of us to to go. Um, I saw a lot of our friends really made like an extended vacation out of that trip mm-hmm. this year. Um, but they had to have been saving for months and months and months to, to be able to afford to well, do a that. A lot of them don't have kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A that big too. thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've heard, you know, some stuff talked about with the London one that it was just oversold. I mean, it was uh-huh. so packed. I saw pictures of, you know, nothing but shoulder to shoulder, the entire hallway. Right. So even though they have maybe perfected or improved upon ways of getting the lines into the convention better and not, you know, a lot of the problems we used to see were just huge, you know, queue lines and everything. It'd take you two or three hours just to get into the building. They've obviously, you know, figured that out to the point where now they're just over, yeah, they're overpopulating the, I mean, I watched the live streams from the fan stage. Mm-hmm. And that was always shoulder to shoulder every time it was airing. Yeah. And I'm like, are those people just standing there all day and doing be. nothing else? <laughs> I don't get, I don't understand it. And then, of course, I've also heard about Japan. When the last time they had it in Japan, that uh, it wasn't that big. You know, they mm-hmm. they don't have a lot of space. They don't have a lot of people, uh, vendors, because, you know, the vendors don't want to ship all their stuff that far over. Because it, it's, you know, probably twice as far from the U.S. to, you know, to there as it is to London even. Yes. 
Yes, I can. I can. I, yeah, I can see a, a lot of you know obstacles to overcome. But this may be just a case where it, it's going to the highest bidder. And well, they only you know, had Japan, uh, seventeen thousand. They have money to spend. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not as popular. Star Wars is not as popular over in Japan as it is everywhere else. And the last time they had it there, they only had seventeen thousand people there. Mm-hmm. And they said it, you know, couldn't hold more than. 25 maybe at the most so i don't know how many people from the u.s are going to go over there yeah and you have the language barrier also that too that was another I mean, almost, big problem almost everything is going to have to be translated you know any of the panels that you have with mm-hmm. celebrities or uh broadcasts uh are you going to have to be subtitled or, or well, they, translated or something they probably won't do live streams because it would just be yeah. too too much of a headache because you'd have to sit there and wait on them to translate right. you know every 10 sentences or something (laughs) because that's that's what the jimmy mack said that went over there the last time it was there that a lot of the panels took longer because they had to translate Mm -hmm. so i guess uh we'll just have to wait and see but you know like you're saying there there is an outside chance they might double up in 25 but more than likely we won't see another one stateside until 2026 at the earliest yeah and more than likely 27 for the 50th anniversary of a new hope that mm-hmm. uh, i think we'll find out if they're going to have another one in 2025 before the J- the japan tickets go on sale so probably sometime early next year maybe or or maybe even sooner who knows maybe on may the 4th hey, you never know <laughs> but if they had it that soon why not just go ahead and announce it at star wars celebration right yeah yeah because they were wanting to get all the international people excited. Yeah. I was sitting there, you know, waiting to hear, and all of a sudden it said Japan, and I'm like, what? <laughs> Japan? <laughs> I don't think they've ever done back-to-back celebrations in uh, other countries, and they haven't. This will be the first time. Right. But it's like you and I, I think, discussed um, this could be an opportunity over the next at least two years for some of our stateside uh, comic cons and collector cons and whatever to step it up and steal some celebrations thunder by getting mm-hmm. some more of the celebrities that that you know aren't making uh stateside appearances uh into their their lineups and of course uh, some of the dealers or, or whatever that can't go couldn't go to london or can't go to uh japan maybe would prefer to come to the iccc or I'll be there for that one. Yeah, I prefer to come uh, and now, you know, make a deal with uh, some of the other bigger, uh, other than San Diego Comic Con. Of course, they all do go to that one, but, you know, maybe some more of the central central United States comic or or comic and toy shows that we... uh, you don't see some of these bigger dealers like Entertainment Earth and those those type of, type of people at. Mm-hmm. So we'll just see. Uh, I think a lot of it also, in my opinion, it has to do with the recovering economy. Still, there are still a lot of companies that are that are either just coming out of or still to the point where they're even going into bankruptcy or uh, still haven't been able to rehire the workforce that they need to even manufacture. Uh, what they would like to manufacture or can't afford to the licensing fees or anything like they used to. So the longer we go along, hopefully the, the better that, uh, 
you know things get as far as uh, both manufacturing and importing and uh, retail you know availability mm-hmm. and everything so anything else come out of celebration Carl do you, was there anything that, that uh, surprised you or shocked you or motivated you um the Indiana Jones retro line made me happy. I know that's slightly off topic, but it is Lucas oh, yeah. film related. They're doing retro yep. figures that they've never done before in the Indiana Jones line for Temple of Doom and the Last Crusade. Right. Yeah. A lot of their adventure series figures too, like the Donovan and uh, Marcus Brody. Mm-hmm. Are Are either of y'all getting any of the Indiana Jones stuff? A few of them, not many. Okay. Uh, no, no, I'm gonna going to pass on that kind of stuff i got the adventure series which is similar to black series i got the indiana jones and that was it and then come to find out that you have to get all the figures in order to get the uh ark of the covenant and i was like well that's a (laughs) ripoff that's basically like they do with marvel you know the cool figure you have to buy the other figures to like build the other figure so that's Mm -hmm. the stinks but yeah i love the retro line that they're doing I, i really wish that me and Kevin talked a little bit at the at the um, swap meet, and we said that we both wish they would do um, the Phantom Menace, the Attack of the Clones, and Revenge of the Sith in the retro line. And he said he even mentioned it to one of the guys there at Star Wars Celebration that they should do that. That was at the Hasbro booth, I guess. Hmm. I think I'll pass. <laughs> I, that, that would make me buy. And he said the same way he would buy those two if they did prequel figures in the retro line. What about you? I'm sure Dwayne would buy them if they did them. <laughs> he buys <laughs> everything, the... though. I tell you, though. <laughs> you could put yeah. pieces of rocks on there and call it, you know, Alderaan, Alderaan and, and he'd buy it. Yeah. This um, latest retro prototype figure, actually the last two, have, have kind of uh, frustrated me in, in one way or another. The, the last one, the Luke, Luke Skywalker um, Snowspeeder pilot, Hoth, mm-hmm. um, Number one, that wasn't an original figure. It was one they just made up about a year and a half or two years ago. Well, what about the Mando that just came out? Well, I'm, I'm going to get to that. <laughs> <laughs> and number two, it's on a Star Wars card back. And that character, that outfit, that whatever, is not even in the Star Wars movie. It's in the Empire <laughs> Strikes Back. I never that's a good so one. That's that. I didn't even think two. of that. I didn't even think of that before. So there you yeah. go. I, I thought that was somebody just trying to to milk the old cash cow, and you know they got my my milk, I guess. <laughs> I gave them milk on that one. Um, but yeah, this new Mando again, it's just milking the Mando craze. It yep. really is because it's it's not an original trilogy character or figure. Uh, it's it's one that we just got not even a year ago in in the retro line, and I can appreciate that we got one in the retro line. But we don't need. They didn't. You know for a fact they didn't make prototype figures in multicolored plastic no. for these for these newest retro. No, they made them figures. in solid colors. Yeah, it's it's just a cash grab, and us collectors that want them all just jump right. out and buy them because it's so like it's, it's so yeah. out at Target.com already. It's mm-hmm. what we what we years ago we called just fantasy figures. You know, sort of like the holiday figures. Mm-hmm. Which I saw somewhere today. They've already announced the Black Series holiday figures for this next year. They have? I think so. I'm pretty sure I saw a list of them. That huh. seems crazy to me. I, there's no way yeah. they could sell very many of them. <laughs> so, but do, you, do you know, buy them? What I'm saying is... Well, you don't no, buy a Black I've, Series, that's right. I've never touched them. 
so, uh, but uh, yeah, so it's kind of getting a little, uh, more than a little bit out of control. If they just mix one of those in, say every half dozen or so legitimate, you know, cool uh, versions or cool retro or whatever, that'd be fine with me. So we'll see. Of course, I'm waiting right now, and and again, it's very possible this is going to be uh, with no fanfare at all. Uh, made available for purchase on May the 4th coming up next week. Um, the second six of the original 12, we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. is the C-3PO and the R2-D2 and the, the uh, Death Star Commander, I think, Death Star Commander, Tusken Raider, Jawa. Anyway, the six that they hadn't already made and released, they announced them a long time ago, and they, I'm pretty sure they put them up for pre-order, individually carded. But they're supposed to also, from uh, Shop Disney and from Hasbro Pulse, be made available in the boxed set of six with uh, special artwork and everything on the outside of the box. And it seems like I read somewhere that 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 wasn't going to be made available until May the 4th. I think I read that too, but I'm not so sure that they've been released for pre-order individually because someone was complaining that they wanted to, on one of the toy groups I'm in that they wanted the army build jaw walls and there was uh-huh. no new news of them being released individually. That was going to be the only way to get them. Right. Maybe it's yeah. both either both versions individually and in the box set, or maybe it's just the box set this time. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we'll find out yep. next. <laughs> what is it next Thursday? Mm, yes. From now. This is yep. currently recording on a Friday. All right. Well, I I think that's about it. <laughs> we uh, I think yeah. we're all caught up. Yeah. yeah. Happy 100. Yes. Again. Thank everybody for listening. Whoever's listened to us for all hundred episodes, I want you to email us and let us know. I'm curious to see how many out there have actually listened from the beginning. Yeah, and if, if we should read their names on the podcast if they if they give get permission to, where we can read the list of who's done all 100 with their permission on the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want to get on that list, go back and listen to all. Yeah, you got time. You got before got next time. month's podcast. Just Three a just, day. Just binge them. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, you want to read, read us out there, Carl? Okay. Um, once again, we want to thank our Patreon so we have, and we really appreciate you. And if someone new wants to sign up, for the Patreon, you can sign up for just as little as a dollar a month and help out. And it's www.patreon.com slash the Star Wars Collector. And we also have a Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash the Star Wars Collector podcast. And um, we also have a Facebook group as well that you can post on there and chat as well. And um, our Facebook shout out this month goes to Paul Wharton. And um, you can also leave us an iTunes review and um, and any other place maybe you listen to that has reviews, you can leave us a review there. And we have a Discord. Is our Discord still dead, Brian? Yep. I, I ask that every month. Still dead. <laughs> we, ha- we still have a dead Discord if you're inclined to look us up on Discord. And um, we have TSWCpodcast at, at gmail.com as our email if you want to contact us for any reason. Like Brian just mentioned, that's where you can email us to let us know if you've listened to all 100 episodes. And... We're also on Twitter, which is at TSWC Podcast. Thanks again for everybody that's listened to us, especially the ones that's been here for a while. Yep. Thank you. Yes. Looking forward to another hundred. 
Let's hope so. We'll all be in our 70s by then. All the <laughs> And Hasbro will still be making Star Wars toys, too. Yeah, we'll finally be getting these pre-orders. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I saw that uh, Hasbro and Mattel are going to join together to do some toys, but, the, of course, they left Star Wars off the list. Yeah, mm. yeah. I was really hoping that you know um, Hasbro might do some head sculpts for Mattel on their four-inch <laughs> scale figures. Probably got some licensing issue the issues there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, because Mattel can definitely not do head sculpts like Hasbro. Mm. All right, uh, Carl, anything right. that you can remember that stands out from these first hundred episodes? Um, I can remember you telling me I wasn't talking enough, that I need to try to talk more. <laughs> there was so much dead space, and you was doing all the talking. So hopefully in, over the 100, I've spoke up a little bit more. I'm so glad Dwayne's here now, because he does talk. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I've really enjoyed it, and this was the very first po- i know you had podcast experience mm-hmm. and i didn't have any podcast experience and and because of this i've done a couple i've made a couple of guest appearance on horror podcasts and stuff like that and it was good to have this experience before doing those you know horror podcasts and making a complete fool of myself so that's really helped out but i've i've really enjoyed it and it's just neat you know like the the the, the grand moth tarkin thing stands out in my mind a lot because i know you hate that figure <laughs> and i love that figure yeah they need to actually i'd love to have a loose one they need to re-release that one or maybe do a new sculpt without the dress that you don't like yeah (laughs) i've heard rumors they're going to re-release it but i'm not sure yeah but that's that's stuff like that stands out on stuff that we kind of disagreed on you know a little bit like yeah (laughs) so because i mean if you agree on everything i think it makes for a kind of a A boring boring podcast yes What about you, Dwayne? What what I know you haven't been on all the episodes, but you've been on a bunch. What what stands out to you? Well, I remember you telling me I talked too much. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um I guess initially I was invited on uh, we started doing the year in reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, favorite and least favorites uh, in all those different categories. And I know we've we've done that for at least 5 or 6 years now. Seems yeah. like uh, and then, of course, we started doing some of the uh, uh, vintage uh, discussion on the different cardback waves. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so that was the majority of my involvement, and, and I uh, really enjoyed doing all of those. I just I wish I'd been able to join you all sooner, but you knew my work work schedule was had a night and weekend job, so it was very, very, very difficult for me to yeah. to have a free night at the same time that you guys needed to record. So now that I'm retired, I'm I'm here most of the days. The one day we tried to do it this week, of course, I had something conflict. <laughs> and I couldn't do it Thursday this week, so yeah. but it worked out all week. Um, I, I agree with you too. I enjoyed the vintage ones a lot too because it was neat to hear you know which right. ones we had and if we remembered any little stories behind a certain figure and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I'm I'm anxious to do the vehicle one at some point for us to do mm-hmm. a vehicle vintage oh, we'll podcast. Go, yeah, we'll go yeah. to some of those as well. Yeah. Um, so I hope we've just been able to, you know, be entertaining and informative. And, yeah. uh, you know, like you said, we just go ahead and share our opinions on here. They may not be popular, but, um, you know, we're just a bunch of old country boys trying to, to make it out there in a big Star Wars universe. <laughs> What about you, Brian? Do, what anything stand out really to you? <laughs> oh man, there's so much stuff. I mean, <laughs> I've gotten to go to a lot of conventions and doing, you know, got to be able to do a lot of interviews with people. Yeah. So you know, I've 
and plus our special guests that we've had, like Dan Curdo and Kim yeah. Simmons, and uh, even your sister's pod yeah. on your appearance was really interesting and different and stuff like that. Yeah, and getting to have I'll, her I'll, on was good. Yeah, um, you know Kevin Lentz has been on, and Mike Hyken, uh Doug Middleton. Uh, let's see who else? I'm missing somebody. Eric Berry, Michael Havens. Uh, I, uh, Michael Havens, yeah, yeah. from uh, Imperial Commissary. You know, we can't forget him. And I'll be down there and hopefully get to do some more interviews with some of the uh, actors and some of the, you know, people who worked on the toys. You know, get to do some interviews with those with those people. So I mean, all that kind of stands out to me, and uh, just the fact that I've been able to do this for a hundred episodes. And it's all it's fun to talk Star Wars with you guys. I mean, just like when I went to the to the um, me and Mark talked Star Wars almost the whole way back and forth uh, from the on our tri- on our little road trip to the swap meet. So it's just fun to you know because we it's just a it's just a fun subject, and even if we disagree, it's still enjoyable. Yep. So we uh, we thank everybody from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you for listening. Yes, and, thank you. Uh, we hope to keep doing this for a long time. Yep. As long as you listen. So uh, (laughs) we'll talk to you next month. Okay. Bye. Goodbye, everybody.